1: back on the Boston Man Show, front of the show, Coach Greg Corinda. Coach, good to catch up with you, man, the FDU Knights. How you
0: been, man? Oh, God. <laughs> a little bit warmer than you. I hear the, the weather in Atlanta is like the weather in New England, man. What's going on down there? Coach, the Arctic blast,
1: man, is <laughs> coming down here for a while.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you look like you're bundled up, so... I'm down in my man cave in Jersey. I'm just kind of like, you know, waiting to get, to be honest with you, just, we're waiting to get out of the quarantine in isolation. Our program has been shut down for the last, well, right now we're on day eight. And uh, it's just been, uh, it's a, just an incredible journey. It's, it's really difficult for our players, our staff, our families, but you know, we're going to get through it, man.
1: Carl's ask you about that, man. Uh, you know how blessed are you to play eight games during this COVID year? How things were up in Jersey all year long with the virus being rampant up there, man. So, that's how blessed are you to play eight games? I know you're quarantining right now, but you get eight in with some teams like Sienna only has like played four games already this year. So, how blessed are you all to get as many as you have in right now, Coach?
0: You know, I, I just, I just think every team is handling this as best as they can, and and whatever you get thrown at you, you got to be able to, to, to be resilient and be um, safe and be cautious and be uh, on top of it. You know, and our university has done an incredible job in preparing us. And we actually, in our conference, we played until we got stopped. We, were the, we played the second most games. Um, and then our women, I think, played the most games on the women's side uh, but then it's gonna get you, man. It's just it's it's out there, and uh, once we had a player get it, boop, 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 it just kind of flew through the team. Um, our half of our staff had it, uh, which is really difficult. But the the, the symptoms were not uh, extreme. Uh, I have not had it. I'm a tough old head now. Here, I didn't get it yet. Praise so God. Praise I'm God. Happy. Amen. And I'm hanging in there, and uh, but it's 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 really trying. It's difficult, but uh, you know we've been through a lot in this world uh, in so many venues, as you well know. And uh, we just got to keep on plugging, and that's just the way I was born. That's what our program is about, and uh, the health and safety of our student athletes mo- is most important. And basketball. Uh, comes behind education so there's a a lot of moving parts here but my players have done a tremendous job i got jr you know this man i've got Great, You hear it all the time, but our kids are just incredible.
1: Oh, I I, I know, Coach, you are you, – you you, get some of the best kids in the world, man. And I'm telling you, Coach, I see your team and how they yep. are together. And I know the kind of guys you recruit, man, and I'm impressed yep. by it. Even though you lost some games this year, Coach, I yep. saw your guys. They were still together and still in tune to you and, and their teammates. And that's a testament to you and your staff and your players.
0: Well, I appreciate that. You know, we had two players opt out um, – early this season, and and they were two two starters. So now we had to like, you know, just like I said before, every team goes through this process. And now we have some really good young freshmen that have uh, stepped up and other players in our program stepped up. And we just have to develop a new identity, a new team, but we have the same culture and we're playing the same way. And we've had leads against Rutgers, We were tied at the half against Providence, who's a really good team. Uh, And and we just have to, you know, get into our league. We're one and one in our conference and get back healthy. That's the number one thing. And then, you know, play as many games as you can play. Oh, yeah. That's that's crucial, JR. And then win as many as you can. And hopefully in March, we'll be healthy and ready to, to make another run at it.
1: Now, Coach, how are you approach the ramp up? Because when guys are out 14 days, they lose all that shape they had and they right. want to jump back into it. So how do you avoid that nagging knee, ankle, hamstring that won't go away t- until March?
0: Well, I, I think right now, and we've been in the preseason, we were shut down. Um, So I think we've been through it once. But I think now what I'm learning, I think a lot of coaches across the country, Jr., are learning that rest – is good. <laughs> you know, like we, we come from a, uh, a society and a tradition and, and especially in college basketball, it's work, 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 oh, yeah. work. And sometimes, you know, you lose your legs, you lose your, your, your mental capacity. And we, quite honestly, we played Fairfield, which was our last game before Christmas on December 22nd. And we did not practice the two days before the game. Took a bus up to, Fairfield, Connecticut, and beat a really, really well-coached, good MAC team without practicing. So now my players are like looking at me like, "Practice? How about practice, coach? <laughs> practice?" Um, but I think I think I'm learning um, as you know, I've been coaching now for this is my 36th year of coaching collegiate basketball. I'm learning that. You know, I've always learned to listen to my players, but now it's like, don't, the paranoia that you have about, you know, you got to outwork the guy and outwork. It's like sometimes, you know, less is more. And uh, we're finding that out right now. And we're doing a lot of, uh, you know, video, uh, a lot of virtual practices. We've had, you love this, man. We've had history tests in basketball. Wow. Right. Guys, you know, like, they don't, they don't know, like, some guys weren't sure about, like, they didn't know James Natesmith's first name. So I had a, I, I, I took off points. You got to know who invented the game. Oh, yes. One dude thought that the Hall of Fame was in Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm like, no, man, it's in Springfield. So we've had uh, tests on our basketball, on our plays, on the history of the game. So we're trying to keep them occupied and keeping them mentally uh in, in good shape, which is so important right now. Coach, it's amazing to say that you've been in basketball 36
1: years. I'll be th- I'll be 34 in March. I'll be 34 <laughs> in March. You've been coaching, so I'll be alive, coach. <laughs> 36 years, I'll be 34 in March. <laughs>
0: That's unbelievable, man. Well, you look good, you look good. I don't know. Uh I'm trying to look good, man, but it's uh it's work every day, but I've been, I've been blessed, you know, like to coach, you know, I've heard from a lot of uh, my former players that I've recruited. Uh, Shaheen Holloway is the head coach at St. Peter's college, St. Peter's university. Uh, Steve Curran is the associate head coach at St. Bonaventure. Grant Bill Meyer, one of my assistants uh, assistant coach at Seton Hall. Dwayne Lee is up at Quinnipiac. So I've just, you know, over 36 years I just love the fact that you know I've I've touched people and yes. hopefully more for the betterment and uh but this really makes you understand that you know basketball is important and we all care and we all want to win but the health and well-being of not only our student athletes but our country, our fellow man that's what supersedes everything right now and I hopefully that's what we're teaching our kids at FDU and hopefully we can learn that throughout this crazy uh country that we live in and coach I'll tell you, you also coach me because you know what up when I talk to you I learn from you every time we have a we talk so
1: coach you're coaching me as well you know I'm in my radio world but I learn from you as well when we have our, our chats all the time coach no 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 lie. Right. no BS man you really teach me as well and I, I appreciate it you are it sure.
0: you are coachable JR that's the key <laughs> I've had some cats over the years that I coach them, but they don't—they uh, don't get it all the time. But you're—you're a, you're a coachable dude, and I appreciate you. And coach, I
1: feel like 2020s made me a better man, a better boyfriend, a better leader, a better everything because you know having interns, coach, like you have players, I have interns to take care of, right? So I had to be more than just the boss. I had to be brother, cousin, mentor, yep. counselor. So. Talk about the role that you play has, been, has, has forced you to be more of a, even a father figure, more of a leader, more of a m- mentor for your players right. who are going through tough times, not knowing about all the racial stuff going in the country, the pandemic, all that un- right. uneasiness. How would you help navigate your guys' minds, keep their minds from not getting negative and being positive you know, and understanding things that will right. get better? It takes us all together to make it better.
0: The first thing, JR, that we try to do and I try to do is just show the players from day one in the recruiting process that you care. Yes. And if, if that is there, people will listen. Like, so if some coaches just care about winning and, you know, doing all, and I, I care about winning, don't get me wrong, and going to tournaments and winning awards, but you got to care about their soul, You know, and we talk about soul and heart and and brains, you know, and those three things uh, are vital in a championship program. And um, I really care about my players. And now what I'm finding out is they start caring about you and then it's, you can do anything. You know what I'm saying? And then then they're going to listen. And I'm just, been myself the whole time I I really haven't changed although I've probably given them more of me than I normally would give because you know we haven't been through these circumstances and you know you know I don't know if it was two or three years ago you know we talked about it I was I had two blood clots I was in intensive care for eight days uh it gives you a different perspective and and they knew when I came back uh JR that I was human sometimes you look at your coach and you look at your dad and you look at, and you think these people don't cry and don't get sick. And I was really in a tough place and they saw it. So like, there's just a lot of love, you know, and it's, it's, uh, and I learned from them. I really do. I think these guys are way more, uh, like everyone now thinks the world is falling apart and they're like, coach, we got it, man. We're good. We're like, so there's a lot of you know give and take and i give the players a lot of credit my assistant coaches are fantastic we have pods so each so i don't do everything my assistant coaches take 3 or 4 players make sure they're fine and if not then i jump in so it's a it's a family and we talk about the Fairley dickinson basketball family we're not the fdu nation you know we're not a nation we're a fa- and families go through Sickness and health and oh, fights nice. and arguments and brothers and cousins. and But at the end of the day, I got you back. And, and these guys know, it's a funny story, the kid Jaleel Jenkins on my on our team, who's a first-team all-conference player, one of the best point guards in the East Coast from West Virginia on his recruiting visit, Jr. I told his mom, I said, listen, the health and well-being is the most important thing. If, if Jaleel, if there's a flood, He's coming to my house, and then he, he committed later in that afternoon. And I said, Jaleel, why didn't you commit? And he goes, well, coach, goes, as soon as you said that you had me on the flood, my mom was like, you're, you're playing for this guy. And and I mean that. I mean, yeah, you, you ha- and I think most coaches do. Most coaches that you bring a kid in, man, you, you're obligated to to everything about them. And I'm all in with my team and I I, uh, that's the only way to, to do it. And that's that's our way. And um, I, I, I really love these guys. I really do. And coach, you know, I talk to a lot of coaches
1: all year long, but I know you for real. You really love your guys. A lot of coaches tell me that, but I hear it right. in your voice. And I, and I know you care because yeah. of how they, how they play for you. Because you can tell. Because yeah. when you care for your players, loving your players the way you do, they play hard for you all the time. And I know, I hear in your voice, you've always been consistent about your love for your players. Because some coaches say it and they don't really mean it. But you mean it, coach. And I really believe you do. And I
0: know you do. I appreciate that, man. I really, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I I think the common, denator, common denominator between me and you and all your listeners and my team is basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And that brings us, right away, it brings us to a, a point where we can understand one another because, you know, you have to pass it. You have to – and I know you were a pick-and-pop corner shooter. I remember. Yes. (laughs) So hopefully every once in a while you would drop it off to the big guy, you know, whatever. But Yeah, uh, every every now and then, Coach, every now and again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I believe that. (laughs) It was going up, folks. It was going up. Oh, well, you know, if you make it, God bless you, you know. There are a lot of shooters. Uh, I, I like makers. That's what I like, man. I, I like guys that can make shots. And I know you did that back in the day. And and we got dudes that can do it now. And uh, it's just crazy. You watch all the games now. Uh, it's so different. It was crazy. Last night, I was watching down your way, down in uh, Virginia Tech, got Duke. And I'm like, there was no noise, and could you imagine if Virginia Tech beat Duke at Virginia Tech? Oh yeah, storming the court. It would have been like nuts. And I'm watching it, and you can just hear the squeaking of the sneakers. And so it's just, uh, it's almost like a like a bad dream that we're going through. But I give, I give the credit really going back to the NBA when they were in the bubble, how hard they played. When LeBron and those guys beat. Uh, I forget who they beat. who they beat in the finals? I know they beat Denver. The Miami <laughs> Heat. They beat the Heat, and the Heat played great. Those guys showed our players, it doesn't matter who's in the building, that you're going to play your rear end off. And they really, that's what everyone's doing throughout the country. I don't see games where teams are mailing it in at all. And I think it, it levels the playing field because now you can go to Cameron and you can go to some really hard places and, and you can win because there's not 19,000 people, you know, and, and the referees now. I think it's all balanced because that crowd, no matter what you say, everyone's human, and when you oh, hear yes. that crowd, uh, you react differently. So it's uh, I, I, I give the I give the referees, the, the trainers, the doctors, the players, the coaches, uh, the administrators, all all the credit in the world. I got a couple more for you, Coach. First one: tell us about your show, the Great the Show, the great yeah. show you have. Tell us, tell us about tell us about your show, Coach. Well, number one, I, I apologize for not. Ha- I got to have you on the show. You do. You, t- you do. Yes, you do, Coach. You. you I told you, you. You said you had me on. You guys got to get that. We have to happen. Uh, we're, gonna be, we're gonna get that done, Brian B. Jackson, our SID. We'll, we'll get you. You have to be on. But the show is just. Uh, I don't know. It started a long time ago. My former athletic director, David Langford and uh, associate AD, Sean Morrison said, yo, you're going to do a radio show. Just came to me with it. And I'm like, I've never done a radio, you know, what do I? And I'm like, why? And they're like, we want you to be the voice and uh, the face of our university going forward. And this is before we won a, a game. And, I was kind of obligated to do it. They gave me the job. So I said, yeah, I'll do it. And the first, it's funny, man. You, you're, I know Orlando is a big part. Edgewater High School is a big part of your life. The very first guest I had was the f- now head coach of the Orlando Magic. Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford and I go way, way back. He was an assistant at St. Anselm's when I was an assistant at Merrimack. So the next thing you know, I realized, you know what? I know a lot of people. So I have, I've had, i had, you know, Steve Clifford, um, no, I don't know, Jim Calhoun, Jay Wright, John Calipari. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, I know more than just basketball coaches. And um, I've had Dick Vitale, Jim Rome, uh, up this way, we've had Christopher Russo. And then I started thinking, I got to have some women, so then I had Jackie McMullen uh, from the sports reporters, and uh, in football I've had Dave Wants that Jr. has been on my show five times. Wow! He calls me and asks me to be on the show, so it's like I had Phil Sims, Boomer Siasin. I mean, it's just, uh, and then sadly I've had people that I uh, had Roly Massimino's last interview before he passed away the great coach of villanova university that beat georgetown back in the day and so for me it's a great connection to some great people and then i bring them in to fairly dickinson's world and like Huey brown i had three shows jr one of my U- favorite guys Huey brown you got to listen to them and then when the shows were over Huey would call me on my cell and talk for another hour Yubi's right from here uh, locally in New Jersey. He was uh, a head coach at Fairlawn High School. My wife works at Fairlawn High School now. So it's just like, you know, Dick Vitale's a Jersey guy. So it's, you know, I had David Wright, the captain of the the New York Mets on. So it's, it's amazing how many people you get connected to. And now our friendship that we've built, uh, you are you are you're on and you're on soon, JR. That that's uh that's a promise.
1: I appreciate it, coach. Last one for you I got, man. What was your quarantine hobby, coach? Mine was playing the guitar and walking around the neighborhood. Whoa, what was yours?
0: You know what? I gotta be honest with you, and my wife helped me with this and my athletic director is just to get more organized. <laughs> I'm literally you know, I do a lot of things, you know, oh, we yes. do a lot of like TV and radio and we have a great program with, we, we've been doing it through the pandemic with the Felician 21 and over program for young men and women that are, are trying to get into the world with jobs and schools and quite can't do that. Yes, sir. Uh, Boys and girls club. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that stuff. So, I have to just stop and get organized. So I'm, I'm really, I've cleaned. I've gotten my, like my, my bedroom, my shoe. I've had shoes for like 30 years that my wife, so I've, I've just gotten more organized because I have more time. Oh yeah. So I I think, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness and uh, my email capacity and my technology, my AD wanted me to work on that. And I've worked on, you know, getting on a Zoom all by myself, which was a challenge before, but I think really just my hobby's been just organizing myself, my priorities, my, my possessions, and just kind of saying, man, I, 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 we got to do better. There's a reason why all this stuff is hitting us right now, man. And and as a country, we have to do better. Uh, And personally, I think that it starts with ourselves. And I'm trying to be a better person and try to be a better uh, dad, like you said, man, a dad, a husband, a, a coach, a friend. And uh, I know I got a friend in you, man. No doubt, Coach. No no, with Coach. You you are my guy.
1: I was a little, talking to you, Coach. I'm going to tell you, Coach. I tell myself this, I tell this to your players. Adapt, overcome, and conquer. This was this all about adapting, overcoming, Amen. and conquering. I tell my that all the time. I said, life's going to throw a lot of curveballs your way. I'm 33 years old, guys. I've had a lot come my direction. But guess what? I'm still here. I overcame it, and I conquered it. Now, every day I get up in the morning, God lets me have breath. I'm, I'm trying to attack today and win the day and make my, this world a better place day by day. through this radio
0: show and beyond. Amen, my brother. You're the best, JR. Coach, I, thank you, I as appreciate always. Your time. Get ready to come on my show now. I can't wait, coach. I can't wait. You got to come ready. Bring it. I shall, coach.
1: Hey, thank you as always, buddy. Be good. Be safe, coach. Talk to you real soon, buddy. Thank you. All right, man. Stay warm. Peace. Yes, Yes, indeed.